going on, everybody? I want to talk to you about this. Um, I don't know how this is going to go. It's kind of like a journal slash. I don't know. It might not be good enough to put in an episode. But I've been thinking about this because there were some things I was looking at. I was talking about this kind of problem. And it was really interesting because you don't really think about this because we have this idea in our heads that said that we are the body, right? Um... So this, this is kind of radical. Like a lot of stuff that I do talk about is radical. Um, you're not you're not gonna want to like if you're if you want to get stuck in your illusion, that's fine. There's nothing gonna stop you there. But I'm gonna be radical. This is my radical space. I can't be radical anywhere else. So. This is where we are. This radical space. Anyways. For another episode, maybe. Anyways, I want to talk... What I really wanted to talk about is... Being in the body. Um, and there, there are a lot of um, ideas you can have about... Life and the afterlife and stuff. But we have this idea... And culture these days, it says that we are the body, right? You might even believe this idea that you are the body or the brain. Like your mind is the brain and stuff like this. Um, but what if what if that's not actually true? And this, this is where this is coming from. This is coming from, from the idea that we are not actually the body. And that this form, the body, whatever you want to call it, is temporary. Right, we're we're coming from this in this episode. Um, I might try to help you to kind of see this in another episode, but that's that takes a bit of a kind of undoing of your structure, belief structure, whatever whatever you want to call it, uh, your structure, your structured belief systems. But anyways, I'm going to talk about this because I think this is kind of over un, underestimated. Or not even really seen because we don't talk about this idea of not be, not being the body, um, because the spirit, the, the the mind, could actually be something that is actually disembodied, something that is not in the body necessarily. Um, you know, you could have a thought, for instance, that is. Not necessarily something that is happening in the body. And so in the spirit of this, I want to talk about some consequences of this being in the body problem. It's really interesting to think on. And this is this is actually, this might sound very like ethereal and, and not something that's very practical, but it's actually very practical. It's very... Um, it makes a it makes everything make a lot more sense the more you start to understand this concept of uh, being in the body versus not being in the body. Um, so one of the, one so what are the consequences of being in a body? And this is this is where we get into this deep interesting problem of what happens when you're born, right? Because 
if you believe that you are the body, this is not going to mean anything to you. And so you can skip this episode. But like if you're curious about this and if you are one of those people who believe that you are not your body and this is just a temporary form for whatever reason that we're in, we were we in this form um you can listen on right but when you're born you you don't know how to control your body none of that is something that is happening to you you know your brain is not formed um and so you don't really know how to do this. You don't really know how to control the body. You don't really know how to control your emotions because emotions are, in this case at least, a bodily thing. They're not something that's happening when you're not in the... They're not something that's happening in you. They're something that's happening in the body, in the brain. And you can feel this within your body with like tension and stuff like this. right? But you are born into this very limited form that can't really move very well. And then you have to like learn how to control it. But even if you do manage to control it, you're still very, very limited. It's almost like a prison in a sense. And with this body comes a lot of new limitations, right? Like you have to survive, you have to eat. And so you have to go search for food, or you have to find it. Whatever it is, right? Versus not being in the body, you don't have to worry about those things as much or at all, right? They're just because they're bodily concerns. Um, you know, judgment would be more of a thing in the body because you have a situation where you're, you're, body is or your when you're out of the body so this is hard to explain right but the judgments that you have and that people have are that are really happening i think because of the fact that we're in the body right because if you're in a situation and you're not in your and if you have no body you can you can move out of that situation right uh very easily you know, like if you find yourself in a situation where like there's a lot of clouds and it's not it's not pretty or whatever, you can move very quickly away from that situation, non-physically speaking. But if you're in a body, you can't really move that fast. Um, and so there's more judgments that come with the body because there's more survival needs within this body. Right? You can die, you can feel pain, you can... You, you suffer more. There's more emotions because of this survival need that comes from the body. And so there, that creates more judgments within you and others as, around you as well, which causes you to have um, a lot of this dis disconnect that I've been talking about, um, which I might I do want to make other episodes on in the future as well. And so you have more judgments in a body. Because there's there's more that you have to deal with. There's more that you have to control, right? Like if you're not in a body, all you all you really need to control is you. Like you can move different places, you can think different things, and it would be probably easier to not. It would be a lot easier probably too to not have to 
it would probably be a lot easier to, um, sorry, to, how do I put this in words? Be able to change personality and perspective. Because a lot of personality and perspective and stuff like this comes from the body, actually, ironically. Like, you might not want to, you might not believe this, but this is actually something that I've been able to become aware of. Um, these are some deep insights that come from this idea of body versus not body. Now, there's more of a possibility of being more loving outside of the body because <clears throat> there's no needs outside of the body. You don't need anything outside the body. All those needs come from survival, right? Like, if you're a body, there's things that the body wants slash needs. Whatever those are, maybe it needs shelter, it needs warmth, it needs... Um, Food, it needs water, companionship slash connection slash relationship. You know, why would the body need a relationship? Well, the body doesn't, it, 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 the body needs to survive and it's easier to survive with others because of different things that we can talk about that I've talked about before. Like, right, like if you're all by yourself as a body, you have to do all your hunting, you have to do all the cleaning of the food. That you're going to eat, you have to cook the food, you have to find a shelter for yourself. All these things, which takes longer than it would if you had many people helping you with this. And you were helping them and stuff like this, right? So that plays into the relationship role. The relationship role could be something that's true for with when you're not in a body. But it wouldn't be as uh, it, it would be in... The same way, like there would be, there wouldn't be as much as much attachment to it, because attachment comes from survival, right? The need to survive, the need to be a certain way, or do a certain thing, or to have a certain thing that the body would need, right? And this is the more radical elements of this: being in the body versus not being in a body. If you are not in a body, you could actually create something more. It's it's easier to create something, like versus when you're about in your body. When you're in a body, you have to do all these things yourself. Like you have to find wood, you have to chop it down, you have to kind of make it fit to be like a raft or a shelter or whatever it is that you want it to be, which takes hours and days or whatever. Versus like in not not in a body, you could create something in a second through like imagination or some other form, right? Depending on how developed that aspect of yourself would be when you're not in a body. Um, things like this, right? Of course, it would take a bit, it would take some time too, I think, if you still have some body uh, preconceptions, but it would take less time than it would uh, if you were in your body. It would, it would take less time um, than it would take when you're in your body, like when you're in your body, it would take much longer than it would if you're out because you could just imagine something when you're outside of your body and it kind of can happen in a couple of seconds or a minute or two. You can get it right in a couple of minutes, whatever, right? Versus the body where it would take hours and some things you can't change. Like you can't change the weather when you're in your body. You can't change the fact that it's raining, that you can't change the fact that it's snowing. These add to the survival problems and the survival fears of the body. And so you could actually say, this could be something that you could say, that fear is something that's happening 
because of the body, because of the needs of the body, because of the needs to, to survive as a body. Um, you, know, you could say, well, what about love? Love is something different. Something is something that love is something that is beyond the body. Um, the body takes and changes love to be a sort of attachment because of the survival needs of the body, but that is not because of love. It's because of the needs of the body. By the way, these, 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 this isn't a bad thing at all. I'm not saying that like the body is evil for having these needs or attachments. This is just understanding the reasons why things can seem more difficult um, and, and seem difficult in the first place. The deepest radicalist points about the body. Um, you know, you could have physical limit, much more physical limitations in the body. You could be crippled. You could bl be blind. You could be deaf. Versus like not being in the body, those things it doesn't matter, right? Not being in a body as well, depending on how not in the body you are. And depending on how many preconceptions you still have left from being in the body, which we'll get into in a minute, this idea of preconceptions that you have from being in a body, depending on how many of those are gone, you can you have actually more senses than you do in the body. You have more senses than you, than you would have in the body, that is. Like the sense of intuition, the sense of telepathy is stronger. Uh, it can be as strong in the body as well, but... There's a lot of bodily concerns of concerning deliberately because of like the fear of vulnerability, the fear of being exposed or whatever, you know, things like this kind of influences this a lot as well. So things like this, right? So there's a lot of preconceptions that come with being in a body. That, like, you can also be affected with when you're not in a body, right? Like, you, there are actually people who can astral project, send a part of themselves outside of their body, as in what you could call an out-of-body experience. And with those out-of-body experiences typically come a bunch of preconceptions about the body and how limited the body is and how limiting life is because of the fact that you're in a body, things like this. Some deeper aspects and elements, like, kind of kind of come up and a lot of fears that also can kind of come up because of uh when you're doing this process of actual projection or whatever you want to call it out of body experience um and so being in the body is very limiting it's very there's there's like a uh a very real physical sense to your experience um you know, versus like if you're not in a body, you can kind of imagine almost anything and it wouldn't really matter as much, right? Like you, there wouldn't be as many consequences perhaps. Or if there are consequences, they're not, not the same way, right? The consequences wouldn't last as long and the consequences would be, um, by the way, I'm not, I'm not telling you to leave the body or that the body is bad and that you should like just leave it and just forget about it. I'm just kind of giving you some reasons why it seems like life can be very difficult, but we'll get into that in a minute. But anyways, like, you know, when you're not in the body, you don't have to, you, you don't have to be as concerned with all these different limits, survival limits, um, things like this, right? And so things are simpler, easier, quicker, things happen much quicker 
And there's less fears to no fears. Because fear is a bodily thing, believe it or not. It has more to do with the body than it does anything, right? Like, if we could be, like think of it this way. Like, if you're not in a body, if you have no body, what would you fear? You wouldn't fear survival because you would be alive and you'd be out of your body. Maybe you would fear, like, vulnerabilities and stuff. But those come come from bodily re- preconceptions to a certain extent because things like, like what happens if you, uh, why what what causes people to judge right it has to do with body body attachments to certain things. So there's a lot of that going on, right? But if that was there, it was not there because that comes from bodily preconceptions. There would be no fears all at all. There'd be very little consequence, or the consequence would be used for different things, and they wouldn't be as dramatic and as extreme. So that's one of the reasons why it's harder to actually change perspective in the body, because when you're in a body, especially if that's all you know, you don't know what it's like to be out of the body. You, there's less of a, um, a thing of change that's going on with with the reality, right? Like because, like imagine being out of a body, and you know you see things going on all around you, but you can change positions very quickly. Maybe even time would not even exist at this point because time isn't very much based on physicality. And because you are now non-physical, there's no need for time anymore. And so time no longer is a thing that you have to be concerned with. And so out of the body, you can change perspective very quickly, very easily, and see um, different points in time or see multiple points in in time at the same time. You can clone yourself. You can expand yourself. Your non-body essence, whatever you want to call that, soul, spirit, whatever that is, right? So time would be an illusion at that level. Time is a physical construct. Um, And so, you know, but we don't have that in the body, right? You don't, you don't see time as being an illusion. It seems very real. And so that makes things harder. It makes it harder to actually change perspective, to change personality, to change these different things. Um, because of these preconceptions that we have from being in the body. Not saying that they're wrong. We'll get into um, some of the more practical aspects of this in a minute. Because there's a lot of tech we can go into about this. Um, but I want to finish this first because there's more, a little bit more to go into. But because that it is the case, it may seem like your perspective is absolute because you're seeing it from this very physical. It feels very physical, and your very presence and reality at this current current moment versus like not being in the body. That wouldn't be as as much of the case because you can just notice. 
that just that is just another point in time. That's just another angle. Like you know, for instance, you could see a TV from a certain angle, but then you could see it from the, another angle as a non-physical being, and you could go, "Oh, that's just one angle." That's really what a pr- perspective is. It's not. It's not even necessarily something that's completely super mental. It's more about angles and directions. <laughs> Physical or mental, and so yeah, that's one of the um, reasons why it can be so hard to change perspective in the body because we don't really have that perception in the body that we would outside of the body, right? So, one of the deep consequences of this as well is that the mind perceives itself to be the body or has implicit assumptions about itself being either the body or part of the body or something that wouldn't wouldn't survive without the body because of these body bodily preconceptions that we've talked about before right there's many different kinds of preconceptions you can have that creates these different fears and attachments that we're talking about and vulnerabilities <laughs> because it either thinks it is the, the body or it, it thinks that it, the, it is the emotions or whatever it is, right? And these different things. Um, and so that creates more vulnerability. That creates more judgments, creates more attachments. Um, versus somebody who's not in a body. It's easier to detach. It's easier to love. It's easier to see many perspectives at once in this kind of thing, right? Um, so one of the, one of the things that you might actually become, are one of the things you might be becoming very aware of while listening to this episode is that it might actually explain some of the people that you see in reality as well, that one of the things I was, I was reading from this book, it was, um, I forget what it was called, but it was a Dolores Cannon talking about different beings that, that come here from different places and stuff. One of the things that's really becoming something very aware of, becoming very aware of, is that these, these beings that, that came from different areas and places that have migrated to Earth in bodies, in human bodies, they're not aliens, they're in human bodies. They've taken human form uh, and, you know, kind of gone through the rather regular process that humans have, you know, birth, you know, the whole infancy process and everything else. One of the thing, th- things that are very, is very different is that they know very, very well within themselves, if only implicitly, that they are not this body. And so they can actually sense these limitations more than somebody who is not as aware of this. Um, process and this point. So what, what that ends up creating is a situation where, and we'll get into the deep practicalities of all this in a minute as well, because there's deep practicalities to all of this. Um, and, and there's really no limit to the practicalities of all of this actually, but we'll get into that in a minute. But because of that is the awareness that they have implicitly or otherwise, it, it actually is harder for those types of beings to kind of deal with themselves in the world because it, there's a lot more 
judgment and stuff and negativity that that's going on in the world because like i said the body is surviving the body has needs the body has all these different things that like they didn't have as a non-physical being in this way right and so you can have a, the opposite problem actually where some oftentimes what you see is people too stuck within the body they're too identified with the body that i am the body and it's very implicit within themselves perhaps because they've gone through many lifetimes because perhaps there are other reasons whatever the reason is they they've gone through this phase and we can, we can, we're going to go into that in a minute as well where it's like implicitly they have the idea slash feeling slash perception slash assumption that is stating that i am this body um But the other element of this is that implicit statement slash assumption slash perception, which is, I am not this body. I am something more than this body. Um, and interestingly enough, enough, I think this is actually something that's been increasing over the time, past couple of years, because of the levels of spiritual awakening that people have attained in the world that have been gained because of these different beings that are here and their energies and atmospheres and stuff like this. So one of the deep, interesting problems uh, that can come because of this implicit assumption is implicit. It's not super conscious within these people. You can have an air of impracticality about them. They can have a very deep air of kind of being so stuck within themselves and their minds and stuff that like they can't seem to really be able to connect with what is real what is really around them um and this may not this doesn't just apply to like these different kinds of entities that, that have come from other places to inhabit a body and to uh increase the uh awareness or awakening or whatever you want to call it of this planet or whatever you want to call it but uh could also just apply to like a regular everyday person right um, you can, you can be very impractical, very much like castles in the air, care, air type of person where it's like, your ideas sound amazing. They sound wonderful, but they're not practical. They're not something that you can see and understand and feel full time within your current reality. It's just something that's just up in the air, very mind based and not very body based. Um, you can you can be in a situation where something will be right in front of your face, but you won't. But you don't necessarily see it because you are very mind based or not as body based. Um, you know, and so you can be very impractical. You can be very stuck within yourself. So there's healthy and unhealthy levels of this, right? The unhealthy levels you can be very impractical. You can be very, very much be too. Um, ethereal to idealistic with your ideas and, and your understandings and stuff like this you can be very much stuck within the non-body uh, preconceptions that you your mind has from being in these other areas and these other uh states of mind these non-physical this non-physical uh, place that you were in before right you know very idealistic very unable to connect your understandings or ideas to the real world um which is 
which help, which uh, keeps you from being able to help others see your ideas in the real world, which is something that I've really been trying to work on with these with this episode with this podcast, really, because I I focus on the theoretic, but I also try to put that into the practical as much as possible with as many of these episodes as possible, which is what we're doing here. And so that's what you might be seeing with somebody that you know. You might be seeing this with yourself. Um, that's the unhealthy sort of level. Well, not really necessarily unhealthy, but like unintegrated part of this. Like this, this is caused because you are, you have this implicit idea. It's very, very implicit, very, very unconscious. And it's not fully integrated with the body. It's not fully integrated with reality, which creates this un, uh, very idealistic, impractical, or... Uh, um, unable to currently see what's really going on around you kind of thing that you might be experiencing. Um, you know, the, the better, the more integrated aspect of this is being able to communicate these higher ideals that we're going into here, being able to see the more spiritual and, and t- to communicate this in a more practical kind of way, in an actual kind of way as well, being able to actualize this within your own body. You know, because it's one thing to become one with everything in a mental and emotional sense, but you have to also figure out how to do this within the bodily sense, which is actually much harder than it sounds because it literally means connecting all these different things together like we, like I talked about in the episode. The insidious need to be right, or whatever I called it, something like that. Last episode I did. Understanding the insidious need to be right and how that causes problems for all of us. Um, I talked about this problem of non-integration and how... A lot of us are actually very disconnected from our bodies or we're disconnected from these higher elements that we're focusing on right now. Things like this, right? And so that person who is able to do this actualizes his oneness, actualizes his non-physical oneness, if, you, if that makes any sense. Um, you know, you could be that person who can see the ideal, but also see the details of how the ideal can be made real as much as possible. It won't be necessarily complete, but it'd be um, as close as you can get it or very, very close or, or whatever. Right. So those are the deep goals that you must learn how to attain. If you're really interested in doing this, this is really where the spiritual meets the the practical. The spiritual meets the uh, actual, so to speak. Um, so there's the other end of this, the opposite end of this, where a person can actually become too much body based. They may be can they may be lot too lost in details. They may be too cynical about the things around them. They may be too stuck within. Um, the attachments to people and things around them and things like this, where it's like they can't, um, they have this idea that they, they they won't be able to live without something or someone or whatever it is. Um, you, know, you have this really interesting problem as well. Sometimes you can, you can find yourself in where you can't find a way to undo slash escape slash integrate your own suffering with the, with these higher ideals and spirituality things that are going on around you. 
um, or you're even unable to see the spiritual. You only see the, the, the physical and material, which is kind of where science is right now. They're not able to, in many cases, see the spiritual. You know, like other people think spiritual things are dumb and things like this because they see the impracticality of it, but they don't understand why it's impractical. And they don't understand what's causing this impracticality that you can sometimes see with spirituality. People and people who are ultra spiritual and what's really going on there. Things like this. And they confuse spirituality with religious people, which is not necessarily the same thing. One can be religious and not spiritual. One can be spiritual and religious, and one can also be spiritual but not religious, in the traditional sense of the word religious, at least. Um, but someone who is too deeply stuck within the body would be stuck in that belief system of spirituality religious are the same thing, right? Things like this. Maybe too stuck in your own belief systems because you're too stuck in the body-based ideas and understandings. You know, you're not idealistic enough. Maybe perhaps you, you, you are so stuck within the sort of ground that you can't seem to see beyond what is happening. Um, the ideal is, is not a thing to you at all, right? A lot of depression can kind of cause... Well, actually, depression, there's there are different levels to this depression, actually. But one one level is seeing the meaningless because the ideal is not there. The spiritual is not there because you are within this body element of this. The other element of depression, there are other kind of form of depression that can happen is where the person... The being that came from the other, the other place, the higher place, whatever you want to call this, comes down here, sees the ultimate division between their implicit understandings and ways and, and whatnot versus what is, and can get very depressed at what is, and, and get very depressed at this division that they're seeing. Um, I can see that being very much the thing that's going on as well, these kinds of beings, right? Um and so it's really about trying to merge these two together, you know, the animal-like nature of the body, because the, the body itself is an animal, right? The body is animalistic. It has animalistic urges like sex and things like this. And then there is the higher spiritual, which is not just the mind. The mind is, in many cases, mostly identified with or mostly has the implicit uh, ideas and preconceptions and assumptions of the body. Um, <clears throat> and so, you know, the, the mind, see the mind, the, the mind is very tricky because actually the mind is kind of like a, can be very much a merging of these two energies, body and non-body or physical and non-physical. Because on one hand, the mind has an attachment to things body-based because it is it grew up in the body it had to deal with the body's problems and needs and desires and so that something it realized that it needed to survive in the body and so it created these body attachments it held on to them it created it made them personal to itself which you could call body body identifications Um, and things like this, 
but at the at the other end of this is the the kind of more spiritual, the more idealistic, the more romantic slash uh, ethereal, or whatever you want to call it, spiritual aspect that that the mind can also identify with as well, right? And so there there can be a kind of a division between these two that are happening as well within the mind. But the mind is not spiritual in this area, and the mind is not necessarily even bodily. The body can be both. Actually, the mind can be ultra spiritual in this way, ultra ethereal in this way, but not be body based. Because the mind is, it's almost more like the mind is an imprint of all of the things that it has, that have ever kind of hit it from the past, right? Like if you had an experience of something happened to you, it was like, bam, like a very overwhelming thing. And then you remember that and you uh, made a philosophy out of this or you made an uh, assumption or a story or a teaching, at least to yourself about this, that created part of yourself, a part of your personality, part of, part of your now probably present-based uh, habits that are now contributing to your life that you're seeing around you, that you're now engaged in and whatnot, right? And so the mind is like all these different imprints from the past. And those imprints could be bodily, they, those imprints could be spiritual, or they could be both, right? Um, so... Um, understand people more now because of what was going on here. Um, because there's a lot that we can go into with this. <clears throat> but I just kind of wanted to give you some basics and I'll talk to the next episode. <clears throat>